Joe Hill and Cesar Chavez Who fought in their own time For our brothers and our sisters Up and down that picket line For the unnamed and unnumbered Who struggle brave and long For the union men and women Standing up and standing strong Today, December 11th, is the anniversary of the founding of UNICEF, originally called the United Nations International Children's Emergency Fund in 1946 by the UN General Assembly. The fund is now officially called the United Nations Children's Fund, but the acronym remains. UNICEF's original goal was to provide food, medicine, and clothing to children and mothers displaced by World War II. Its mandate was expanded in 1950 to address children's and women's long-term needs in poor countries. In 1953, the organization became a permanent part of the United Nations system. In 1965, UNICEF received the Nobel Peace Prize for its efforts to enhance solidarity between nations and reduce the differences between rich and poor states. UNICEF during the 70s became a vocal advocate of children's rights. During the 80s, UNICEF assisted the UN Commission on Human Rights in drafting the Convention on the Rights of the Child. After its introduction to the UN, General Assembly in 1989, the convention became history's most widely ratified human rights treaty, and UNICEF plays a key role in its enforcement. The U.S. is the only nation refusing to sign the treaty because of concerns about its potential impact on national sovereignty and the parent-child relationship. UNICEF relies entirely on voluntary contributions from governments and private donors. Its 2020 budget was just over $7 billion. Governments contributed nearly $5.5 billion. Its programs emphasize community-level services for the health and well-being of children. Most of its work is on projects that provide direct aid, with a network that includes 150 country offices and other facilities that carry out programs developed with host nations. In 2018, UNICEF assisted in 27 million births, administered pentavalent vaccines to an estimated 65 Five and a half million children. Pentavalent is the name of a five and one vaccine that protects against diphtheria, tetanus, whooping cough, hepatitis B, and hemophilus influenza type B. They provided education for 12 million children, treated 4 million children with severe acute malnutrition, and answered 285 humanitarian emergencies in 90 countries. UNICEF says it helped 274 million children in 2022. Anticipating the COP28 climate talks, UNICEF issued a special report on climate change focused on worsening water problems. Water scarcity is one of the gravest risks for the world's children. A key concern is that access to safe water, sanitation, and hygiene is not improving fast enough as climate impacts and associated threats to children escalate. Nearly one in three 739 million globally face high or extremely high water scarcity, while 436 million children live in areas of high or extremely high water vulnerability. Close to 1 billion children are exposed to high or extremely high water stress, where demand outstrips the supply. The report concludes with a plea to world leaders to center children in climate response. The consequences of climate change are devastating for children, said UNICEF Executive Director Catherine Russell. Not only is the world changing, with water resources drying up and terrifying weather events becoming stronger and more frequent, so too is their well-being, as climate change affects their mental and physical health. Children are demanding change, but their needs are too often relegated to the sidelines. UNICEF has also spoken out strongly on the current 
Israeli invasion of Gaza. Calling attention to the dire conditions for children, UNICEF is calling for 1. An immediate ceasefire. 2. The immediate release of all abducted children and the prevention and end to any grave violations against children, including killing and injuring. 3. All access crossings into the Gaza Strip to be opened and safe movement for humanitarian workers and supplies across the Gaza Strip to ensure sustained and unimpeded access of humanitarian aid to affected populations wherever they are. This must include water, food, medical supplies, and fuel. 4. Urgent medical cases in Gaza to be able to safely access critical health services or be allowed to leave and for injured or sick children evacuated to be accompanied by family members. And finally, 5. Respect for civilian infrastructure such as shelters, and schools, health, electrical, water, and sanitation facilities to prevent loss of civilian and children's lives, outbreaks of diseases, and to provide care for the sick and wounded. All parties to the conflict must respect international humanitarian law. UNICEF continues to press world leaders on every occasion for humanitarian access to the whole of Gaza. And that is our story for today. For the past in the past, I'm Harry Richardson. <laughs>